My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 47, starts now. I don't, I don't hope the guy dies or anything. No. Just, you know, break, just break an ankle. You know? <laughs> Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Heading into week number six. This is where the rubber meets the road, folks. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you don't have a plan right now, you're cooked, basically. You know. But before we get into all that, the tribes trials and tribulations of fantasy football, I am here with my bestest, bestest buddy. It's dog. Hey, what's up? What's up, people? How's everybody doing? Everybody is great. I am great. Yeah. Took a loss. Yeah, I'm great. I'm I'm great too, man. You're great. Coming off a loss. I'm still great. I'm good. But but you got great news. And we'll get to the great news. Yeah. We're both coming off losses, uh, my first of the year. So it, it always sucks for me personally because in my foolish mind, I think every year I could go undefeated. And so when that blows up around week four or week five every year, I mourn for a couple of days and then I get right back on track. Get right back on the pony. Get right, right back on my high horse, start galloping, doing all that other stuff that Dog accused me of. But yeah. breaking news, Dog, tell them about the breaking news we just got into this office here. Man, Le'Veon Bell is set to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell owners are pumped up, man. Like, you got to be. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, it just went, went from shit to sugar overnight. <laughs> I think that's the new the, the title of this show, From Shit to Sugar, episode <laughs> yeah. 47. It's a great title. But nobody's really surprised by this. Um, it was... Something that was destined to happen, just a bad marriage from the start. Le'Veon coming over, the general manager who got him with the Jets, gets fired. After he gets there, they bring in Adam Gase, who never really wanted Le'Veon there. They tried to coexist, but couldn't. Got into it. They tried to trade him early this week, couldn't. Finally let him go. After an unproductive, uh, was that, year in, uh, in, in New York? Yeah. Yeah. So, what a year. Yeah, and he did the smart thing. He goes to a team where he can instantly go win a title contribute, and then get paid next year, hopefully, for him. Um, This ruins people's lives. This ruins people's fantasy lives. Because if you were one of those people that ran out and drafted Clyde Edwards-Lair in the first round, because you just knew. And and we told you about it on the show. We told you about it draft weekend. We said, don't do it. He's not proven. Anybody can run in Kansas City's offense. It doesn't really matter. Don't go crazy. Yeah. And they did it to address a need. They did it to basically say, hey, we need a goal line presence. Clyde Edwards-Hillel has no goal line touchdowns in, in, yeah. in these five going on six weeks. So they didn't get Le'Veon Bell to sit him on the bench. They no. got him so he could play. And so yep. Clyde edwards he's, he's, he's a three. He's a three-down back. Exactly. So he's one of the best in the game still to me. That, that's exactly right. So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire essentially becomes like Dave Meggett or any other <clears throat> scat-back type, fill-in type running back from the 80s or 70s that you could think of. Who's your favorite all-time kind of scat-back uh, there, dog? Like a uh, Joe Washington? Yeah, like a Joe. He becomes Joe Washington or an Eric yeah. Metcalf or somebody like that. Yeah. You know, you can't give him the ball every down. He comes in, a little specialty plays, does a little gadgetry, and he's out. So – he, I, I imagine he goes to about five to seven carries a game. He may get 10, 
but it's Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell show because that's the whole reason you get him, right? All right. Yeah. So fantasy lives are destroyed in week six <laughs> with the signing of Le'Veon Bell if you have Clyde Edwards Lair. So make your adjustments. Hopefully you got a deep bench with another running back. Otherwise, you're going to have to uh, compensate for that first round pick that we told you not to make on it. Um, or yeah, go ahead. I, let me give let me give the listeners some advice. Yeah, sure. Uh, just keep them, stash them because Le'Veon's you know he's injury prone. You know, so you know just just keep them. It could happen. Or use them as some trade bait. You know, it could happen. Somebody might jump out there and grab them. But you know, if you ask me, Le'Veon is playing for money, which is the ultimate <laughs> motivator. And yeah. any little nick or cut, he's staying in the game. He's not coming out. It's right. Serious. God forbid, he's obviously leaving. I think you're going to get the best Le'Veon the, the remain, re- remainder of the season just because he needs a contract. He wants to get Oh, paid. man. So, he's so, I know he's so excited right now. Oh, and Dog is excited because Le'Veon happens to be on the oh, team. Oh, yeah. Because I'm Dog, so excited. Dog is the ultimate risk taker. Last year, Antonio Brown didn't work out for him. But this year, Le'Veon looks like he may work out for you, Dog, right at the right time because you need backs. Yeah, I need backs. Yeah, never can have yeah, I need backs, backs in fantasy football. Ever. Right. Ever. So, we talked about Le'Veon. Let's just get into week six. Um, bye weeks for people like the Las Vegas Raiders. It always sounds good saying the Las Vegas Raiders. It's just it so, does, right? so sexy. I can't wait to go right. out and go see it Makes you want to go to a game in I a gotta, hurry, right? Dude, as soon as this COVID in is Vegas. over. Yes. <laughs> as soon as this COVID is over, we're getting to Vegas to go see the Raiders. You got to go Raiders. to Vegas. Yes. I yeah. might even wear black, and I don't like the Raiders. But that's how pumped up I am behind this. Oh, man. So, a bye week for the Raiders, a bye week for the Chargers, who are still in Los Angeles, but nobody knows that, and a bye week for also the Saints and the Seattle Seahawks. So, put your plan your roster accordingly there. No players from any of those teams, or you get a big fat donut. Um, caution, again, co- coronavirus, caution, everybody. Um, Atlanta and Minnesota now in jeopardy because some member of the Atlanta Falcons personnel, if the season hadn't, wasn't going bad enough, he now tested positive for Corona. So, you know, that game is, is that game, a, that's a morning game, Sunday morning. So, you're gonna have, if you got your Todd Gurley's, if you got your Matt Ryan's, I don't know why you'd be starting Matt Ryan, but whatever. Your Julio's, if he's passed the injury or not, your Calvin Ridley's, make those adjustments um, accordingly. I, Doug, how do you think the guy who, you know, because we found out it wasn't a member of the team who had the COVID. How do you think the yeah. guy who's like maybe, a, you think he's maybe like a janitor? Or something for the Falcons, and he's basically shut, yeah. shut down the whole team. <laughs> like, well, well, hopefully he's not like the equipment guy or somebody that's touching everything. Yeah, you but, know, uh, putting these guys' jerseys up and shit like that. But you, um, I don't know, man. It's just I just hope you know everybody on the both teams, the players, keep testing negative. Yes, you know, and um, within the ne- these next few days, and hopefully they can get a game going. That's you know, because on. I got I got Madison at my running back, and I'm so excited to start him. Yes, and um, that'd suck if they you know took a bye on the, this week or something like that because uh, Cook could come back healthy. You know, yeah, that'd yeah. suck for me. You it, know, you lead, you would lose a week of Madison, which you know, right? And you plan to? I need this Madison this week. Yeah, you plan to hit. This is a big week for me. Yeah, no, it yeah. is because you got you, you're now what are I'm you two and three two and three. Trying to yeah. get back to the 500 mark and then make a run for the playoffs, um, you know. But that's an example of planning ahead. Doggy went out and got Madison, handcuffing him to uh, not handcuff him because he didn't have Dalvin Cook, but just basically waiting. And I don't want Doggy to sound like a bad person, but he was waiting for an injury, folks. 
Yeah, I was. And that's how fantasy, sometimes you do have to wait for it. I mean, that's part of fantasy. It's, part of the, it's, it's not part like, of yeah, it's nothing It's nothing personal. It's just business. Yeah, it's not like you had a I don't. I don't hope the guy dies or anything. No. Just, you know, break, just break an ankle. You know? <laughs> it's not like Dog has a voodoo doll of Dalvin Cook in his closet right. next to his, you know, liquor or anything. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that brings up a good point, because we're talking about adjusting, and this is a season unlike any other. Dealing with COVID and trying to plan a lineup each and every week with this thing hanging over your head, you don't know how to do it. Um, I'll give you guys some tips, because even though I lost last week, I think I played this very masterfully. Um, you First of all, like I said, you're always deep. you got to get as many sort of – got to have a full team, obviously, to start, and on your bench, too. You kind of have to have two teams, basically, ready to go, yeah. just in case anything happens. Um, you ha- more importantly, you have to don't panic and, f- you know, jump at the first mention of like, for instance, the Atlanta Falcons and Vikings going at it. And now there may not be a game. Don't freak out over that. What you want to do is really watch how the league handles it. If it's somewhere the league is saying, oh, shit, we got to rescramble. Oh, my God, we don't know where we're going. Then it's time to start making moves. But the whole message the league was putting out on that Titan Bills game that ended up being played Monday night was optimism. And as long as I heard right. that. I felt comfortable waiting with uh, Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill if I wanted, and the other, and and you should be f- comfortable too until you see the league panic and begin to act as though there will not be a game. When you start seeing, hearing things that it's in doubt and you don't hear anything better, that's when it's time to make a move. But I took the key from the league, or I took my my keys from the league, and I, I was able to get you know a. Not the best performance of the year from Josh Allen, but he's the guy I wanted to start. I started him, and it worked out. So be deep. Don't panic. Read the league as we deal with COVID. Um, injuries. Uh, we're going quick right through the list. Devontae Adams, a full participant in practice. Looks like he may suit up, doggy. That's good news for you, right? Yeah, great news. Yes. Dalvin Cook, also good news for doggy. Out, giving folks a chance to start Madison. Uh, Cam Newton, dog's news is getting I'm rolling man I'm you're coming rolling. back yeah cam newton manager dog has him on the team he's now back from COVID. um drew lock who dog doesn't have any shares of but drew lock is back <laughs> which is which is actually good news for me because noah fant is also back or, or looks like right. he's trending up so maybe i can get some love there antonio gibson limited in practice keep an eye on that sam, sam darnold out uh if you're starting joe flacco in week six just go ahead and cough up your money folks don't yeah. yeah don't it's, it's it's time to start it's over with yeah start thinking about the new basketball season oh shout out to the world champion los angeles lakers, lakers los angeles lakers always, yeah always we told you it was gonna go down folks here yep. you get all kind of information on the show baker mayfield chess limited in practice watch that uh, jarvis landry looks like he's out with a hip and a rib um also obj went home with the sickness he's got the call wow the, maybe Hopefully not the COVID, but they're going to keep Hopefully going. not the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. And Jimmy Garoppolo, still an ankle, sort of a wait and see. He practiced in full, but looked shitty this past week. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. Um, going into week six, Doggy, who are we adding? Who's your, we're getting right into our ad suggestions, folks. Who, who, who are you picking up off waivers? Or who did you already pick up? We're, we're coming late in uh, this week as well, folks. But who did you yeah, I went. I, I, well, I just picked up the uh, Tennessee defense. Yes, you know, um, I, you know, I, I got to switch my defense around. Yeah, you know, because sometimes I I like to roll with two defenses on my squad at times because I can pick and choose uh, about the you know with the matchup. 
Yeah. You know, so that's one of my strategies also. But, um, hey, man, you know, uh, you guys go out there and get uh, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater if he's available. Yeah. You know? Teddy has been solid. You know, if you need it. Yeah, if you need a quarterback, uh, Teddy's solid. And um, he's probably probably the solidest one, most solid quarterback available in our league, the Cockney League. Yes. But uh, he should be available in all your other leagues, too. Yeah. Take a look at Teddy. Um, I went with LaMichael Perrine from the Jets. I decided I was going to play in this little Le'Veon Bell game that's going on. In terms of him being let go, there's some people out there that will tell you to go get Frank Gore. That's fine. But the only thing Frank Gore is going to get you at this point is probably nine points at the best. Um, What I did is I took a little speculative ad that said, hey, maybe the Jets in this shitty season of theirs will go with a youth movement and – maybe give the ball to their fourth-round pick, LaMichael Perrine, who may be right. ready to show some. But anyway, he may get volume later. And more importantly, if you're stacked at running back like I am, maybe he's a trade piece that you could package with somebody to get you a bigger piece down the line. Um, also, the Miami defense, and this is nothing, you know, no, no rocket science here, folks. The Jets, they're playing the Jets. And what you're looking for at this point, you're stalking the New York Giants and the New York Jets hopefully finding that home team and playing that defense because they're not doing well. So you might as well take advantage of it, right? Right. Um, rising star of the week, dog, who you got? Well, my rising star of the week, man, um, since Cam Newton's coming back, Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver in uh, New England. Yeah. You know, um, I'm expecting a breakout game from this guy. He's a big receiver. And, you know, he's you know Cam likes to throw it up to the big receivers. So does Hoyer. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of he's been averaging around I say about twelve points a week, yeah. you know. So like, I think uh, I think I think he's going to be my rising star. I'm going with him this week because they're going up against Denver, mm-hmm. and you know Denver gives up a lot of love to wide receivers. Yeah. So you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna check it out. I'm, that's my rising star. Rising star. Plus, like you said, Cam's back, right? Um, my rising star of the week is Miles Gaskin from the Miami Dolphins. Um, a big showing for him last week made them give a healthy scratch to Jordan Howard and gave Gaskin the opportunity to get a goal line carry and a touchdown more of the same I think for him is coming especially and I had to hold my breath because I thought Le'Veon was going to Miami for a minute and that would have destroyed Miles Gaskin just like it's just going to destroy Hilaire um moving forward Miles Gaskin could be a three down back so even mm. though Miami has issues you know in terms of you know, their offensive line, they're a competitive team. That coach Flores, they have, yeah, I've said it again, they have a coach in Miami, y'all. I'm telling you. Right. Mr. Flores. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, this is a big black fantasy show. No, I'm not biased because he's black, maybe a little bit, but he is a coach. You, you, yeah. The stuff that he's done he, with that team, you got to, yeah, look what he, he didn't have shit to work with. Yeah. And down there. So look at him. Look at him. You know, I'll make my prediction again. As soon as he gets them somewhat competitive, they'll fire him. That's what always happens. Yeah, <laughs> but Miles Gaskin, especially versus the Jets this week, rising star, go with him, putting him in there. Um, drops of the week, dog. Who are you dropping? Drop the thinking about dropping the San Francisco defense, man. Uh, it's just like uh, these dudes. You gave uh, up forty some points to Miami. Uh, you know, it's like that really got uh, up under my skin because I want defenses. My defense, at least, give me ten points. That's all I ask. Yeah. Start with 10, end with 10. Yeah. You don't have it, you go back and forth, Peter, but just start with 10, end with 10. 
that could have helped me a lot this week, you know, but uh, they ended up with a negative one. Ugh. And PPR league, so that's the word. you know that's my drop. That's my drop of the week, man. Just yeah. the San Francisco defense, man. It sucks. Don't believe the hype on the San Francisco defense. They the, the whole team looked terrible, and I'll talk about them later. But my drop of the week, Logan Thomas, Washington Redskins, absolutely killed me. Um, he's one of those guys as a tight end who's getting a lot of targets. So you get excited. You say, okay, maybe this guy's going to turn the corner. He's just maybe not connecting with the quarterback. They switch the quarterback, maybe get a little better quarterback play. Maybe he gets in the end zone, catches a few more passes, whatever. He rolled a one for the second time in, second time in two weeks. So you could very comfortably drop Logan Thomas. He, is, he may get volume, but he's not going to be very efficient or effective with it. Um, where we were right last week, dog, where were you right? Um, I was right by telling you guys to go out and get Jack, Justin Jackson also, man, in uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. Um, he, he had uh, 14 points, and he touched the ball 15 times. Shit, he's touching the ball more than fucking uh, Mark Ingram Yeah, yeah. In, in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, had, he rushed for 15. He had 15 attempts for 71 yards. So that was decent. Yeah. Probably, you know, that was solid. So now, that's why I was right yeah, that, to go that, get him. That San Diego, or sorry, oh, Jesus, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, running back situation is going to be a little foggy because you got a performance like Just Jacks out, out there. And the other guy, Joshua Kelly, did not do as well. So you're going to have to keep your eye on that moving forward. Um, where I was right, we'll stick with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, my rising star last week, 20 of 34, 264 yards, four TDs. Um, he's maybe making a case to be an everyday start every week starter in fantasy maybe right on the cusp possibly so if you got him if you don't have him go get him and if you got him maybe give him a shot put him out there because it doesn't seem that uh the chargers misfortunes on the field are affecting him he's still having a good game whether they win or lose um also right. dallas defense told you guys to go pick them because we're stalking the new york giants and the jets they played the giants dallas cowboy defense got nine points which is respectable in fantasy football um where we were wrong dog where were you wrong and i was wrong with your boy mark mark ingram man i i thought he was gonna have a you know coming home party like bust out in philly i mean in uh cincinnati just run all over there he only touched the ball 11 times. He got 57 yards. Yeah. And he got five points. So that shit sucks. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was going to just ball out. Yeah. You know, I, he was just overdue to meet their running team. And he doesn't get the ball. Yeah. It's like Jack, the quarterback runs more than he does. So it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's, again, a crowded backfield. You got the Rams. You got uh, Baltimore. You have now the Chargers. It just gets tough because you just don't know who's going to do what from week to week. Um, you know, Mark Ingram has hit that magic number 30. They got a young kid who they want to get the ball to. They also have, a, what is it, Gus? What is the guy's name? Gus. Hey, what's the other back? Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has to get the game. He has to get the ball, too. So, yeah. you know, and D- DK or J.K. Dobbins, is, it, it didn't J.K. Dobbins write like Lord of the Rings or something? Or is that <laughs> one of those people? Right. I don't know. It sounds like the person who wrote Lord of the Rings or one of those uh, books or whatever. But anyway, it's always tough figuring out which running back you're going to go to go to in a crowded backfield. Um, I was wrong with Zach Pascal. Um, I thought he was ready to continue to emerge as the Indianapolis Colts number one receiver. This happened to be the week that T.Y. Hilton got 10 targets. Um, I'm wrong. Let me just say this. I'm wrong this week 
that does not mean I'm wrong forever with this because I still don't think T.Y. is bouncing back. I still think Zach Pascal or whoever is that other receiver has a real shot to make their uh, a name for themselves because I just don't think the magic is there with T.Y. and Phillip Rivers. Um, disappointment of the week, dog. What disappointed you? Um, well, besides, I already talked about Mark Ingram so bad, and um, Le'Veon Bell disappointed me. You know, in his with his comeback. Yeah. You know, only giving um seven points, giving me seven points, and also Evan Ingram disappointed me. Even though he got in the box, it's just not enough production. You know, just you know, you're not getting targeted enough. He's not getting targeted enough. Yeah. You know, it's good he got in the box, but let's start piling up those yards and catches. Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about also. Mm-hmm. No, it, uh, Evan Ingram's tough because of injuries and the Giants. And Le'Veon, this may be your last disappointing week with him because I see him with Kansas City cannot be wrong with Andy Reid, right. Pat Mahomes, and all these other speed oh, guys. Yes. It's, it's going to be scary. So, you know, the rich get richer in fantasy football and in regular football, apparently. Um, my disappointment, Debo Samuel, and I'll just go ahead and put this whole San Francisco 49er team on blast. Just a horrible performance from up top to bottom, offense to defense, probably special teams in there. Garoppolo looks like a bust. Yeah, he's, yeah, okay, yeah, he's hurt. But I will argue that they probably should not have given him that money just off of those five games, was it, three years ago. Uh, since then, he's been hurt. He has not sparkled at all, really, since then. Um, did, I mean, and these guys are supposed to be competing. And gave, like Dog said, gave up 40 points to the Dolphins. A bad turn all around. Debo. That was terrible. Yeah. Debo's coming back from injury. But if you're hurt, don't play at this point. You've had two games. Yeah. Uh, three points is unacceptable. You can't do it. So Debo, very disappointing. Uh, sneaky play of the week, Dog. Who you got for week six on the sneaky play? Well, I have a couple people. Well, really, I'm just going with uh, Nikhil Harry. You know, I, I like talking about him. You know, I, I feel like this guy has a big play potential. And um, so that's, that he's going to be my sneaky play, and I'm going to sneak him in there in the flex this week. Oh, bold move by dog with Nikhil Harry. My sneaky play, and this is a risky play, uh, Devontae Freeman, um, I always have an issue with him because of injury concerns, particularly concussions, because the last thing you want is for this guy to get, in, you know, God forbid, get get hit in the head or get a concussion, especially early in the game where you cannot, you know, get you can't recover from that. Um, that being said, he did post 19 points last week. He is clearly the New York Giants number one back um, facing Washington, tough defensive line, but shitty team. So, yeah, there's a possibility for some points there. Not the strongest play. Probably the sneakiest, riskiest play, though, I would say. Devontae Freeman this week. Take a shot if, if, if you need to. If you don't have a bunch of other backs, roll with those backs. But Devontae Freeman this week, sneaky play. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited. But you know who gets left out? You know, the fantasy, the, you know, the wives, the wives get left out, the girlfriends, you know, you, you, you're messing around with your fantasy, you're on your phone, checking your players, you're, yeah. you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How? You got to go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh, go to Touch yeah. Of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. 
You get your toy. You got cock rings. You got Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. yeah, it's called the Power Banger. Yeah, and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show, do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the uh, late game. Mess with it again before the uh, the 5 o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of Romance. Get the products. Touch of Romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get 35% off purchases over $125. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What? They give you classes. If you're in the L.A. area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop. Where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, though. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds on, fun. On squirting. Wow. It's all true. So yeah. go ahead. Check out your people at Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. Uh, occasionally, we will check the Twitter line to see... What questions and answers and comments people have. And they pose this to us, dog, and we'll answer this for them. Who, and this gets into the bench management issue of fantasy football, who is better to stash on your bench at this point? Um, Gabriel Davis from the Bills, Nikhil Harry. Oh, I think I know what dog's going to say. <laughs> exactly. And Hunter Renfro. Who do you got, dog? If you're stashing, um, not necessarily as a starter, who do you want just, just in case? Nikhil Harry, man. Yeah. You know I was going to go with him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, the Patriots don't, they, besides Julian Edelman, they're not, they don't have anybody. Yeah. And so they're really trying to make this guy a star, a standout stud, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because just by the attempt, the targets, you know, he's getting targeted a lot when Cam Newton's in there. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, that's who I would stash. Just because of the targets. You just want... The opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just need the opportunity. Yeah. You know, you can't get the opportunity without targets. Yeah. Got to be put so. in position. Got to be put in position. Right. Um, let's see. Go down the line. Gabriel Davis, a good sort of flashy pick for people who want to say, hey, I discovered this guy. There's always that guy in fantasy who says that. I don't think for safety's sake you go with him in this instance. Nikhil Harry, definite promise, like Dog said, but still second fiddle to Julian Edelman. I got to go Hunter Renfro. Uh, second mm. second year with the team, uh, playing with two other receivers that are rookies who have already shown that they get hurt. Um, I think he's the most solid receiver, most con- dependable, consistent, whatever, the Raiders have, mm. other than Waller. Who's, you know, the oh, yeah, Waller. That's what I was yeah. going to say, yeah. But I would say Hunter Renfro in this case. So yeah. we'll see. He's how a nice slot receiver. Yeah. And Carr looks for him a lot. And in a PPR. I got to look at his targets. Yeah. Yeah. In a PPR, he'll get you some cheap points. And I think he got yeah. the end zone last week or week before. Somewhere. He did. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Hunter Renfro for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, That's right. All right. Well, got a quick show this week. Uh, we came in a little late, as usual, but we kept our promise to come and give you guys something every week. We're continuing. Please continue to support us. We appreciate seeing the downloads and whatnot. Um, Dog, do you have any words to the wise for the peoples? Well, it's week six coming up. You know, uh, just pay attention to the uh, cancellation of games or the rescheduling of games. And, um, you know, just keep your head on the swivel, man, and fight. You know, I'm two and three, but I feel like I got everybody right where I want them. But that's just how I play. 
I don't sit on my high horse, you know, when I go six and zero or six and one, you know. But you know, I just I grind it out, baby, from the gutter. Yeah. So you guys just keep grinding it out. Yeah, a wave of good fortune is hitting dog, and this is this is where the rest of the league gets very very worried. I'm not worried though at four and one. I've made all the right plays so far. I'm going to continue to have a strong week. Um, just stay consistent and remember that. You got really two ways to go about this. At, six, at five, six weeks in, you're either playing for the playoffs or you're playing week to week to try to get in the playoffs. <laughs> when you are, when it looks like you're going to make the playoffs, is what I should say. Um, you want to make some speculative ads. You don't want to necessarily mm. go for the folks that are one week wonders, like the guy Claypool. Some people may need him for a week. I don't see long term stability in it. And plus, at four and one, I don't necessarily need him on the squad. But someone who is fighting to get in may need them. So there's different needs for different people. Um, so keep that in mind. Definitely, if you're struggling one and four, two and three, whatever it is, go pick up that person you need for that week to win. Because that week is the most important week when you're behind. Week by week. Week by week. That's the best advice we got for you. Um, if you want to reach us, you can find me at B underscore MBBFP. Until next time, folks, enjoy it. Get out there, get a win. Be safe. Try to finish this, the week healthy. Um, and stay away from dog. He's riding a wave of men, unfortunately. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want any part of that. So we'll see you next time. Peace out. Thank you.